Hey y'all and happy Sunday. I know everybody is probably recovering from the new year. So happy new year y'all. Um, so yeah, it's been a while. Things have been crazy, especially, you know, when you're trying to visit family and go back and forth, especially when you live like a thousand miles away from home. So, you know, and then you're driving, which takes, I think it was like 15 hours. So, so yeah, so, you know, holidays can be stressful. You know, we got the new COVID, um, I, I think it's called o, uh, Omicron or something like that, whatever. Anyways, a new strand, not new there actually, <laughs> but, um, so yeah, so just a lot's happened in 2021 and now it's a new year. Honestly, mindset for me, it's just another day. Another day and another date to remember. Um, I'm not stressing about New Year's. I didn't even make um, a New Year resolution or anything like that to my husband um, or myself or anything. Um, I am just basically going on about my day. And the benefit of that is after Thanksgiving and Christmas and then my son's birthday, um, I feel less stressed. You know, it's not like I didn't have to like worry about, oh no, it's new year. Like, okay, now I got to start my freaking fitness goal, you know, this date, like, you know, for on the first, even though I wasn't even ready or prepared or anything like that. Um, so don't stress if you are, I mean, you go from Halloween to Thanksgiving, to Christmas, and if you have birthdays around Christmas, and then the New Year, and then Valentine's Day. It's like a lot of holidays bunched together, and a lot of people fail after, like, pretty much after two weeks. They start in January 1st, because you only basically have a week to recover from Christmas. That's not long enough. Especially for some people, like myself, um, when you have life and family and your job. So, you don't have time to reset. Like, there's no reset button. You actually need more than that. Especially if you did stressy or you did make a big meal for Thanksgiving and Christmas and you ate leftovers like three to four days after that. Um, and then, you know, birthday parties, Christmas parties, you know, just different holiday parties, um, that happens in between that time and what people and people mentally are stressed and they stress eat and they crave for sugar and sweets and salty things, but, and they don't really have time to exercise because they're not thinking about exercising or doing anything for themselves, they are thinking about other people in that aspect because of the holiday season. So nobody really thinks about themselves in the holiday season. Everybody thinks about everybody else and what they would like and what they kind of things, you know. So it becomes very stressful, overwhelming. You go into stores, you can't decide, 
you know, you see all, you're scrolling through Facebook or scrolling through Instagram and you see all these fitness people and you're just kind of wondering, you know, why am I not there or how are they doing it? You know, they're fit and they're eating all this crap. And, um, but it's, it's pretty much, um, you know, they save for that too, but also, if you've been doing it a while, you have more control on timing and eating and stuff like that. But anyways, during that time, nobody thinks of themselves at all. Nobody. I know I didn't. I didn't think of myself at all. I was worried about my job picking up hours. I was worried about getting Christmas presents for everybody because finally we were going home this year and able to get gifts for everybody um, was worried about, you know, my son's birthday because it's after Christmas. So it was just a headache after headache and it was stressful. And I didn't think, and my husband and my mother-in-law both asked me what I wanted for Christmas. I really could not give them an answer. I was so confused on what I wanted for Christmas because I was worried about everybody else. I was not in the place or the mindset what I wanted or even what I needed to ask for. So it took me quite some times and indecisiveness, which you can ask my husband, um, of what I wanted. I wasn't sure what I wanted. And I kept going back and forth of, do I want it or should I get something that I need? Because a lot of times if I ask for a gift, especially when you're older, you know, when you get older, you don't get as many gifts as, you know, kids do or teenagers do. Um, but, you know, now that you're older and you're adult and it's hard to know what you want or what you need. And so now whenever I ask for gifts, I ask for gifts of things that I know I need. Because, for one, you don't have to pay for it and you save your own money. You get to put your money in your own pocket. And two, it makes the person that's giving you a gift that you need feel happy because the fact that they know you're going to use it, they know you're going to wear it or, you know, something like that. So that's very nice to even think about as well, because you don't want people that are giving you gifts to, you know, think of, oh, you know, maybe they're not going to use this, or, oh, they're only going to use this once or twice, and that's it, so it's, might not be a big deal or something to them, but it is, it is a big deal, so maybe that's something that you can think about next time, um, for a holiday, birthday, whatever that you celebrate, and it's a gift giving, think of something that you need, that you know that you've basically wanted and you know you need it but you just didn't have the money maybe at the time so now it's a win-win so somebody gets to get it for you but so yeah so like I said I've just been taking a different aspect on I guess the new year um, I'm giving my time, self, and space after the new year, um, not even thinking it's a new year, honestly. I am just, it's another day, 
and it's just, you know, I just have to change the date, you know, now on the end. So, but other than that, I'm not stressing over it because if I stress over my New Year's resolution goals or whatever, then it's gonna, I'm not gonna make it. I'm not going, I'm gonna probably do it for the first five days and then the second week. I'm going to like start struggling and it's going to show and then I'm going to get aggravated and stressed and then what happens? People should go back to stress eating because it's their comfort zone. It's what they know. So that's another reason to look at making yourself some time to restart. And Valentine's Day, you know, isn't a big thing. You know, you got chocolates and dinners and champagne or wine. But, I mean, you can make it into something healthy, too. I mean, they do have organic chocolates, and dark chocolate's better than milk chocolate. So, you know, there's different things that you could do with that. Or you could do chocolate-covered fruits, you know, chocolate-covered strawberries. Everybody loves that. What girl does not like chocolate-covered strawberries? I mean, I do. But, um, so yeah, it's just, there's different things you can do for Valentine's Day, which is mainly focused on, like, going to dinner that night, being romantic, and having little gifts, you know, or maybe jewelry, but other than that, it's nothing, it's not, like, exhausting like it would be for Christmas or Thanksgiving, so that's one way you can look at Valentine's Day, but also, um, you know, towards Valentine's Day, so like, you know, after Christmas, give yourself two to three weeks, you know, of a break, of a restart, like of a mental health, do things for yourself at that time, you know, learn to like relax, you know, go get a feet or like a pedicure or manicure, something that soothes you or even a massage because, you know, they have all those New Year's sales going on. So take advantage of maybe the New Year's sales, and uh, treat yourself, do something nice for yourself, that way you can lighten your mood, get back to that restart, and then also, you know, going at, you can, you know, start walking, and you know, the gyms are going to be crazy packed, so then start going on a walk, or a run, if you, you know, if you like to run, or if you have a bicycle, um, go, you know, bicycling. Like right now it's like December and it's like 70 degrees. So if it's nice weather where you're at, take advantage of it. Get outside, go hiking on those trails, even hiking, even hiking in the cold. It definitely warms you up pretty quick. And I love going hiking with my two great days and they're, they're great. They stay next to me. I don't have to worry about them being on a leash great with other people even though they're huge and people get intimidated intimidated by huge dogs so um, I usually hike trails that not a lot of people you know go on um, you know or you know they got trails that you know have like the pavement you know so that way if it's something easier on your feet you know you can do that too but just kind of start getting out because Usually, the gym people start dying down when it comes February anyways. But, um, but yeah, towards the end of January, you know, once you've had that reset, then that's really where you can start 
picking up your own fitness goals because by then you're settled from the holidays and then kids are going back to school. You're able to get back into your routine and it does. It takes almost two to three weeks, pretty much almost three weeks to even get back in your routine from a holiday. So that's almost a month. So, you know, take the first three weeks of January basically off. Treat yourself as that. And then start getting into it because, like I said, everybody with their New Year's health fitness resolution goals that they make every freaking year and they never accomplish it because by the time February comes around, they go back to doing what they wanted to do and then the gyms start dying down a little bit. So, it's different for everybody, I guess. But that's just one thing that you can do and also look at in that aspect of everything. So, but I am actually um, on my way to work, so that's why you probably hear my straw makeup and all of that. I, I do better talking and thinking, of course, in my vehicle when I'm by myself because nobody is at my house. But they're not, you know, basically not at my house, I should say. Everybody's at my house, but nobody's in my vehicle. So it's just me. Um, but yeah, so other than that, um, that is just a little tips um, that I wanted to give out for people that are stressed. Because I definitely was that person, um, especially this year around the holidays, because I wasn't expecting going back home, and we did, and... It, it was just kind of a lot to take in at the moment. And then COVID, um, I actually got COVID on my birthday on October. So that was a bummer. And then my husband actually had COVID. Um, he came home from work on the 27th, started showing symptoms. And we rang, he rang in the new year with COVID. So... That was sucky. <laughs> um, but, I mean, luckily we were all vaccinated. Um, when So we were all vaccinated way before we got COVID. Um, so at some point, you know, we're both healthcare workers. Um, my husband's a firefighter. So definitely we are around and exposed to those people or the virus um, wherever it lies. Just because, you know, we were upfront healthcare workers and upfront workers in general. So, you know, we're on the front line as well. Am I scared of it? Um, no, not for myself. Or, um, I think I'm more scared for people that have certain conditions or going through treatments such as, you know, cancer treatments and stuff like that. Um, you know, I don't want to see somebody that's already struggling with a disease or going through treatments and struggling, stuff like that, and then getting that on top of it because it just kills the immune system. So it just sucks to see that, which I've seen that a lot uh, of times, even got to run codes because of it. It's unfortunate. And it's also just unfortunate to see, you know, people that are careless um, about it 
and then catching it and then it going south, you know, and then they're scared. Like, that's probably one of the worst things is you, you do have those people out there that are, you know, oh, this is fake, this isn't real, like, you know, type thing, which there's not a lot of, you know, I'm not saying there's a bunch of them, but there are some people that believe that the COVID virus is fake and it's not real and they're not taking it serious and they believe that it's, you know, just like the normal flu, what's been around. So, I mean, yes, all of it's been around for years, hundreds of years, but, um, that's the, probably the sad part because when they do get it and it becomes very serious for them and it suppresses and compromises their respiratory and their immune system and they can't breathe and, you know, they end up going to either ICU or IMCU and they're scared, you know, they're upset, they're crying, they don't understand and it's just like, and then they, you know, they tell you, you know, what they did and why they did it and they didn't think it was real and then, you know, and some people are in denial. They don't think they have COVID and they keep doing what they're doing and they think that they are, like, they have the flu. They really think they keep asking for us to test them for the flu. When they are very positive for COVID, they have fluid built up on the lungs and they're on BiPAP. Like, I don't know what more you want of, you know, I don't know. Anyways, um, so that part's sad. And then seeing it either going south or them getting better from their recovery. But it, it is pretty sad. And I just wish that, you know, some people do take it serious because it is serious in some aspects. Um, I am grateful that my husband and I, at the time, you know, everybody was skeptical of getting the vaccine. Um, I'm not pushing this on anybody at all just because the, you know, COVID, um, if you, like, you can think that you're a healthy person because they were seeing young people, um, you know, they think that they're a healthy person and everything, but if you have some type of genetics of, like, a disease or anything that's going to happen actually later in your life at a certain, you know, age, um, or where maybe your immune system gets compromised later in life, and um, then that's when the disease develops because you can be young and healthy and not have the disease. But again, it's in your genetics. Um, it doesn't have to develop right then and there. It can be later in your life where it comes. So they were seeing where it was actually once somebody got COVID, depending on their body, but it was actually bringing out like the disease, like the genetic disease. Um, it could be like a heart condition, a COPD, um, an arthritis type condition. Um, um, what was the other one? Um, it was actually bringing out like she, people that, you know, weren't supposed to have shingles, like end up having shingles earlier in their life. Um, so it, it, it does different things to different people and 
some of that they were seeing in young people happening that diseases that you don't see in this type of age for a person until later in life so that's another thing that's it's just kind of weird I should say it's not so much scary but it's definitely weird how a virus like that because of the mutation and everything um, take to a body which you know we're considered the host and just bring out so much just like junk like shit like gunk like you know out you know it's just crazy you wouldn't think that would happen but unfortunately it does so um, but anyways like I was saying um, you know, me and my husband, we both, because of our healthcare, we were healthcare workers, and my husband, you know, was a government worker, and he had to actually get it. He was actually, um, before they put the freeze on, but they, government employees were forced to have it, and if not, they were terminated. So, um, we ended up both getting it. He got the derma, and the Moderma, and I got the Pfizer. Um, both of us were fine when we got it, uh, the first dose. The second dose, um, the only thing that I had was a little bit of allergic reaction, but other than that, I just was extremely tired, and it only lasted for a day, and that was it. Uh, my husband, he just was really tired, but he had joint aches, like, and, um, like, bone and joint aches, and then he was fine within 12 hours after that. And then... With us having COVID, uh, I definitely think that the vaccine has helped from us not being worse than what we could really already be. Really, asshole. Sorry. I just had somebody cut me off. <laughs> um, and there's a police officer, so going by. But I, Anywho, um, that's the, probably the most upsetting, um, anyways, like I said, sorry, I got lost in train of thought, but I am grateful that, uh, my husband and I, we got COVID and everything and we're fine. Um, nothing big happened. So that I do feel the, if, you know, we've had the flu shot. It reacts the same as the flu shot, you know, if you get the flu shot, you don't get the flu as bad as what it would be if you, you know, weren't vaccinated or anything like that. Um, so same thing works for the COVID vaccine. Again, it, you know, it's supposed to basically mimic, you know, what the flu shot does, um, you know, to your body in that regards, just to help protect you. And you know, like I said, it could have been worse. I've got to talk to a lot of people. I worked in the IMCU and med surge. I got to talk to lots of people that have gotten COVID and then recovered from it, but, and they weren't vaccinated and it, it took them months, months to get taste back, months to get anything back. Um, even back to eating and stuff and them just like feeling the chronic fatigue basically 
a lot. So it's it, it's different for everybody, but um, a lot of people are still recovering from it versus people that were vaccinated and recovering. They recovered a lot quicker. So um, it, it does make a difference in people's. So anyways, like I said, not asking, I'm just telling you my side of the story and like my, what happened to me and my husband and the patients that I worked with, um, you know, and then even the healthcare workers that I worked with that end up getting it and, you know, like recovering from that. So it's definitely different for everybody. I've seen it different for both sides. We've had people that were never vaccinated that came in and we only were monitoring them because of their blood pressure and their heart rate was up, but they were perfectly fine. Other than that, they were, we monitored them for three days and they were gone by the third day and they were never vaccinated and they basically were like a walking host, you know, just walking around carrying it, but we're fine. So, again, it's weird and crazy how people take to it and what other people do. So, but other than that, I am going to go ahead and get off here. I'm actually almost to my job. Um, I work as a CNA and I took an agency job now and I need the flexibility for, excuse me, nursing school, and that's where I'm at with that, and I will keep coming back um, to getting health tips. I know one thing that I need to do for myself, because I was diagnosed with PCOS two years ago, is I need to get that un under control, and I found some products that I know that work, um, worked with for me. Uh, last summer and then I kind of got away from it towards the holiday season because you know just like not thinking of myself and trying to save money and like I said I need to do better for myself put myself first and be happy and try not to stress and it's just another day but uh, I'm switching over to more of vegan products and that are gluten free and some of them are dairy-free, so I'm going to try to um, cut down on dairy. The I, Milk, I don't drink a lot of milk. I drink more probably um, coffee and, like, flavored waters. But also, like, dairy, I like the yogurts, the flip cups, where it has, like, the chocolate almonds and I think it's Chobani, but, um, I like those, so that's, like, the only dairy I wish they had, like, I came across, if you've ever tried a coconut, um, coconut milk yogurt, it is phenomenal, it is, I think it's better than the almond milk ones, so that's just my opinion, but other than that, I am giving it a go. If you're interested in doing any vegan or gluten-free and dairy-free products, 
please let me know. I can definitely help out with that. And we'll go from there. So, all right, y'all. Enjoy your New Year's and enjoy having some peace and quiet and get your life organized. Have a good one and stay safe out there.